Because this week started off pretty well with with that with that Ben Shapiro shit. Well, I mean, but like Steven's doing his own research there. Let him <laughs> figure some stuff out. So yes, yeah, so let's let him. Re- oh, sorry. Porn generation, how social liberalism is corrupting our future. Yeah, that's Ben Shapiro. That's his shit. So this week he decided to talk about WAP, also known as wet ass pussy. <laughs> What's an ass pussy? <laughs> no, it's just. It that that's just one of those like little uh, sentence enhancers. It's a little flake salt on it. Pussy or wet? Both. Oh. No, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck! I think ass, ass. In this, asses in that sentence. <laughs> but did you see the tweet where he told on himself? No. So his wife's a doctor, and uh, there was the whole like there's like a line in it about like you know bringing like a fucking like mop and bucket or some shit like that because <laughs> it's a funny line um yeah and his um he was like according to my wife uh a, a wet vagina is because uh usually due to bacterial or yeast infection and we're like oh no ben <laughs> <laughs> ben no <laughs> wait that's that's not true right no it's not it, that's a very oh. common thing it, Okay, well, I mean, I was just, I started to question my previous partners there for a second, but it's a it's it's a very f- fluid organ. Yeah, well, that's like they're also very they like efficiently clean, right? Yeah, that's literally how they clean themselves. But also, it lubricates itself for sex. Ooh! So sex. he said it's a bacteria. This is getting a naughty episode. His he said that his wife, who's a doctor said it was a sign of like infection oh well yeah shit that's <laughs> so like is it like really a, it makes me like question a, my whole life so is it like like a pus kind of thing <laughs> no i think it's just either he i think he either lies about how much he talks to his wife or his wife has literally never been wet in their entire relationship she doesn't have a pussy pussy <laughs> <laughs> That or I think he may have asked her very specific. Sorry. He may have just asked her very specifically, I feel like. Like, excuse me, honey. uh, If someone's pussy is so wet that you need a mop and bucket, what could that be? Is that normal? And she's like, yeah, Ben, that's normal. No, that would be an infection. (laughs) She's just being sarcastic to him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Cuz I feel like he just doesn't understand any sort of hyperbole. <laughs> He's the literally guy. Man, this guy sounds like a Like Sheldon Cooper. Y- you keep saying that name, Billy. I don't know who you're talking about. From the Big Bang Theory. I've never seen an episode of Big Bang. They Theory. look pretty similar to each other. Like Ben Spears is like there's more than two genders. Bazinga, no there's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think that's a good point to start the show. Yeah. want an intro i'm taking a beat to fit the music in you could just edit slice and dice and slice and dice and <laughs> yeah okay i guess that's fair. so bad such bad editing and so little of it yeah okay <laughs> so Hello, yeah, like, audience welcome to learning <laughs> <laughs> hey guys welcome to learning left I'm William Welch. With me always is my co-host, Raymond Boisel. Yo. 
and Stephen Jones. Estoy Esteban. Today we're talking about a lot of things that Raymond thinks we should talk about. So let's jump into that. Well, of course, it's been a busy week in uh, you know America because things are always terrible. Uh, Only America? Yeah, mostly. That's I mean, such an American point of view. Nothing happens anywhere else, huh? I mean, granted, there are there's like torture protest in Belarus, but we're not going to talk about that because there's things here. Yeah. So the uh, the Veep stakes are over. The what? The Veep stakes. I don't know what that is. Isn't that that <laughs> HBO show or something? Kind of. Uh, it's it's the uh, the speculation on who Joe Biden's uh, vice presidential uh, nominee is going to be. Oh, okay. You should have just said like VP. That would have made more sense to me. People call it the Veep stakes. Never heard that before in my life. It's 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 a shitty pundit word that people use. Okay. But any guesses as to who won? I know who won. Oh, you read this? I, I forget your NPR reading did it, nowadays. Did it change? I mean, like, I used Reddit. Like, I think. Oh, that's fair. Anything like that. Ooh, look at Mr. Reddit over there standing I, for. Oh, maybe, maybe Steven does know. Steven, do you know who Biden's VP pick is? His VP? Uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah, it's Kamala Harris. Yeah, everyone knows. It, it, the most, uh, the the blandest choice he could have picked. He could pick. Well, Is it Kamala or Kamala? It's, it's Kamala. Kamala. It's like oh, Kamala. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that because literally every every time I heard it said anywhere, it was they always said Kamala, but it's Kamala. It sounds more spicy. <laughs> I think I don't know. What, is that Kamala or Kamala? What sounds Kamala? Kamala. Is it racist to say Kamala sounds more spicy than Kamala? I think I it's. I want to say it's technically an Indian name. She's half Jamaican, half Indian. Half. So American. I don't know, but it's Kamala. We need to move past this. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're stuck on the name. Everyone's stuck on the name. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, immediately, immediately uh, upon this announcement. Uh, the entirety of left Twitter was in an uproar because they thought it should have been Karen Bass. They kind of abandoned the the Warren at this point. Yeah. Well, do you think Who is, this uh, is a big, Karen a big Bass. deal? Big deal in terms of what? Like, do you think that her being elected or picked to be the vice president is a big deal? Like, being that she's black I don't, and female. Yeah. I mean, I think in that aspect of it, it is. Uh, being like that kind of minority on like that big a ticket or whatever. Um, what I don't know. And Ray would probably know better is like how big a deal it is. Like stance, what like, uh, like policy wise and stuff like that. Well, I want to say uh, to answer Steven's question, I mean, yeah, obviously it's a big deal that, you know, we, you know, we have our first black and South Asian uh, female. Two for one. Yeah. Uh, female uh, vice president. Three for one. Vice well, not, she's not the first woman, actually, vice president nominee, because we all forget about Sarah Palin. Um, mm. But, you know, she's a, she's a woman of color. She's on the ticket. That's great. Um, I think in terms of, like, electoral politics, I don't think VP choice honestly makes a difference. Also, like, even if she had, like, a home state, like, advantage, her home state's California, which Biden's winning anyways. And also, like, I don't think it's winning her any potential black voters that Biden wouldn't have already had may help him with Indian voters. I don't know how that. Right. So I was I going to know. ask you guys if so, <clears throat> do you think Biden picked her because he was formerly like the assistant or vice VP to Barack Obama? And now he's picking her like to earn the 
minority vote or the black vote or the whatever do you think this is a strategic move on his part or just like he genuinely thinks that she would be a he would does he think she would be a good vice president i think it's well ray and i talked about this before um when it was just like speculating who he was going to pick for his vp um and i mean like he mentioned like a minute or so ago biden didn't seem to really have a problem securing minority votes anyways specifically black votes yeah right um, but like, because when we were talking about it before, it seemed like kind of a, not like a can't win thing with like him choosing, um, like a minority as his VP. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so the thing is, I think before the George Floyd thing happened, it was going to be, uh, it was going to be fucking Amy Klobuchar. Like that's who I think it was originally going to be. But after, you know, all the black Lives matters protests, I think he kind of got into like that. I have to choose a black woman and out of all the black women, he chose the one who used to be a cop. Right. And that too, the cop thing, like she was a cop. And do you think that would be a problem with the like defunding the police movement that's been going on? Like with George Floyd? Um, I mean, it'll hard to get probably to get her to like get traction on that. Like, I don't letting, like, I don't know if she, I don't think she would like, in any way potentially try to stop any sort of like legislation, but I don't think that's going to be like her main drive is like defunding and de-escalating police. So where does she stand like vis-a-vis like spectrum compared to Biden? She, uh, so her history is a little, is a little complicated. I'm going to start back when she was originally, uh, I believe she was the, like a district prosecutor in like an AG, eventually like AG of California, I believe. Um, when she was AG of California, uh, basically, uh, she arrested, had parents arrested for truancy, uh, increased like arrests against the homeless, against like low level drug offenders, and basically like just shot the fucking population, the incarcerated po- incarcerated population of California up. And then also, um, and because like that population is used in private prisons for basically slave labor. But then she also, um, shit, there was another thing. Fuck. I'm blanking on it, but but basically popula- uh, incarcerated population in California went up. And, that, and then she became a senator after that. Her Senate record is actually pretty good. Like, uh, there's a thing where you can, com- like, compare, like, voting records against other senators. And people have been throwing this all, like, around a lot that, like, she voted with, like, the same way as Bernie Sanders about 93% of the time. But there's kind of a a flip-flop issue. So back when Bernie first introduced his Medicare for all legislation, she was the first Senator to back him. And then immediately as she ran for president and her primary dropped it and it's flip-flopped and it's basically back now on, I'm like, I'm not for Medicare for all in terms of Bernie's plan. But mm, okay. she, she also, a, didn't John Kerry do that a lot? Yeah, that was kind of the, the, that was kind of the knock on Kerry. But also, I will say, in terms of like the more progressive thing, like if she has been supporting during the coronavirus, like, hey, every like every American citizen needs two grand a month until this thing's over. So I mean, that's pretty cool. But I so would, for the time being, she has a more progressive stance on things. I would say she's probably say imagine like there's a spectrum between Bernie and Biden. Yeah, maybe somewhere between half and a third of the way to between them. So like you skip from Joe towards Bernie about a third and then maybe halfway between a third and a half. 
I'm not doing the math on that. Leaning more towards. More towards Biden. I feel like she is probably more. I mean, she she's voted more progressive in the Senate than he ever did. And I think he was in the House. I don't remember. No, I think he was a senator. More than Biden ever would. But like still, there's a lot of room for improvement. Okay, but like, I don't know, because from what you said about like her track record or like whatever and things she's done before, it seems from that, I would assume more of a like right leaning person than a moderate. Yeah. Well, it's hard to say because, you know, like I said, she's changed her language on a lot of things. And who knows how much of that is just like a political handler handler campaign went like, hey, you're not going to get the Bernie vote. You're not going to get the progressive vote. So you need to like get in the center lane for your like for your uh, presidential campaign. And I don't know how much of like her past record. It could have just been she needed to do what she had to do in order to get through the ranks. Like, I I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of shitty, though, that, like, you're not going to get the people backing the good policies. So back the not as good policies and maybe you'll get some of that. I mean, that's how some people view politics. That's kind of shitty, though. When ultimately, I mean, the best politics is give, like create these government systems that give people things they like because at that point you can't take those away because if you like say instituted medicare for all like yeah sure republicans could try to chip at it a little bit and then a little bit over time but like you can't just get rid of it because then people are going to be pissed especially if they like it yeah but overall i mean i was disappointed and also her like twitter fault like her twitter fans the k-hive total fucking delusional assholes did they call themselves that no everyone else calls them that Who's everyone else? If you say Robert Evans, so help me God, Ray. No, like Brianna Greyjoy. She used to be the, uh, I think, the communication director for Bernie. Ah. Because they're very much like, they're very much the, like, oh, we can't criticize Biden or Kamala. And even before Kamala got the, like, nomination, <laughs> they're like, oh, you can't criticize Kamala, blah, 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 blah. And my problem is, like, why can't we criticize and ask more from these people? What the fuck are you electing, like, these people who are supposed to be civil servants if you can't ask a goddamn thing from them? Mm-hmm. If we can't say you did bad in the past, be better. What the fuck is the point of even voting? I saw um, an argument in Instagram comments a couple days ago or yesterday or something. No, it wasn't Instagram comments. It was, um, was it on the Fox Facebook page because I was Facebook. specifically looking for arguments. So I'm like, what better place to look than the Fox News Facebook page? Oh. Um, anyways, they uh, they posted some article about um, the squad yeah. and like stuff like that. And like people were saying kind of like the same shit. That like they were saying just because these people aren't going to just go along with everything that's already happening and stuff mm-hmm. that they're going to destroy the country running it into like a socialist wasteland or some <laughs> shit like that. As opposed to a capitalist wasteland. I guess. <laughs> hey, but, if I had to pick a wasteland, I'd get the one that gives me free shit. <laughs> yes, let's rally against the, these these nice ladies who are trying to give us health care and like maybe make air breathable <laughs> what a fucking hellscape with breathable air and free health care yeah, nice. we're already in the way to not have breathable air so we might as well just continue and not have that <laughs> why fucking push the envelope back in my day i'd walk to school to set uphill both ways through a smog cloud and we loved it <laughs> uh, back in the 20s Mm-hmm. Uh, We're in the 20s, Steven. That's what I'm saying. You're like speaking. <laughs> you're the speaking future tense. Like this is you in like 30 years. 
Oh, I'm gonna be the crankiest old fucking man. You're the crankiest. I'm gonna tell these. That's fair. But I mean, ultimately, while I would prefer a, a more progressive candidate, someone who's like more out there, bold, progressive, like, I mean, is you know, congratulations, Kamala. You know, I'm voting for you know Biden and Kamala in fucking November. I'm gonna have to hold my nose a little while I did it, but I voted for I voted for Hillary, and frankly, both of them are a little better. So I mean, it is what it is. Hillary's a little better than Biden, or wait? Oh no, no, I Biden and Kamala are way better than Hillary. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about third party, Ray? Those are good choice. Fucking, what's the word? God damn it. Um, not meaningful. I can't think of words right now. Yes, I'm glad you asked about this thing that you asked me about like a week ago, and I said save it for the pod. Uh, All I know is just I've been seeing the name Joe Jorgensen pop up everywhere on Twitter, not Twitter, Reddit. And to my new uh, finding out today that that's a woman, I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so there's basically... uh, There's two major quote-unquote like third parties the green party and the libertarian i think the libertarian party gets a little more pop so we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about the libertarian party uh basically the libertarian party is currently the nominees are is joe jorgensen uh i don't take libertarianism seriously it's it's this idea of like personal freedom with laissez-faire and typically it's staffed by a bunch of ex-republicans um the whole the whole ideology is just basically like literally zero regulation, but you can smoke weed. Like that's kind of the thing. Haven't you equated like modern day like Democrats or like left people with what libertarians are? I mean, kind of like the the centrist Democrats. I mean, they're certainly not for laissez faire to the extent that uh that like people who are libertarian would be because they're literally like fucking bioshock fucking level like andrew ryan like literally creating a like a place where there is no government so they can't get taxed Mm. but but i mean first like here's some of her political positions she's she's uh critical of of the current social security system and supports an opt-out and replacing it with individual private retirement accounts uh which is fucking disastrous because basically social security was made during uh the great depression by fdr like as part of the new deal because like basically half of fucking old people lived in poverty and like social security helps them like have like continuous income. It's not perfect, but like it does basically help like old people not live in abject fucking like third world poverty. Well, I mean, cause it's like one of those things that like, if everyone doesn't pay in, then it just doesn't work out. Right. So like if people opted out to do private things and that would probably be like the more wealthy of things, people that it would mean like a lot less money going to be spread amongst like the populace. Right. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately like people say like, Oh, social security is a, con- a Ponzi scheme, which it is. It's predicated on the idea of like, like you notice how like we pay social security whenever we get a check. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we're paying now for the people who are on it. But then when we're retired, the people who are working will pay for us. And it's yeah. just how that goes. And that's just kind of how it goes. And that's typically like just because in general, typically generations kind of just get larger and larger and larger and larger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if people have the option of opting out, like then the system breaks down. Yeah. Uh, so, but if it's shitty, what's the way to fix it? 
I mean, because like if it was like you pay for yourself later on, and like because I mean I assume that would work out better than you paying for the people who are getting it now, right? Not necessarily, because I mean ultimately, um, I mean because that's just that's just how it works. Is like people are like you're you're just getting the money. Like the government's not going to hold on to money for like fifty years for you. Yeah, I mean ultimately. I mean, ultimately, it is about having a supplemental income if you can do that, like, while you're working. That's why people get 401ks and, like, retirement accounts. So, but, like, if it's a shitty Ponzi scheme, then what would make it not a shitty Ponzi scheme? Uh, so, a big thing in it is actually that there's a, there's a, um, a thing where uh, if you make a certain amount of money a year, it automatically, like, I think you stop getting social security taken out of it after like 150,000. So like after $150,000, you don't, you stop paying social security tax. Wait, why? That's just, there's, there's a cap on it for some reason. And it so like, like you don't, there's a cap on how much tax you get or like after that, you just don't pay any, you just don't pay any social security. That seems so fucking stupid. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, if you make more than one hundred fifty thousand a year, you don't pay Social Security. Is that what you just said? Yeah, maximum. There's a maximum taxable uh, earnings, and it's actually one hundred and thirty, one hundred thirty-seven thousand seven hundred dollars as of twenty twenty. Is there a reason for that? I don't know. It's probably some old timey, like weird racist reason from the thirties. <laughs> so, if but you ultimately make, like, there's just there, if you make more money than your my brother said. You're not paying for the old people. Yeah, I mean, if you make more than that much in a year, you're not you're no longer paying into Social Security. Well, shouldn't the wealthier people pay for or like contribute something to the Social Security? I mean, obviously, it should be proportional to the amount they make in a year. Yeah, yeah, like like a percentage, which it's already like a percentage. Basically, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that would be basically the easiest way to fix. Is just like just eat that little cap off but okay so like i can kind of understand it with the whole like if you make that much you're probably not gonna need it yeah but you're also benefiting proportion like disproportionate to the amount that other people are benefiting from a from a system of capital until we can fix the system of capital you like you're benefiting from society the way it's set up and from government and I mean, honestly, let's be honest, the rich benefit from government assistance far more than the fucking poor do. Yeah, the but the government also benefit from rich assistance. <laughs> not really, because they don't pay fucking taxes. What do they benefit from? What? Well, I mean, not maybe not like the government as a whole, like as a system, but individuals do. Oh, you mean like campaign contributions? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's basically that. That's the breakdown. That's fucking it. But let's go on to the next thing. Um uh she wants to abolish the atf which is a really random one that like i guess it's a gun rights thing she just wants to get rid of the atf which is kind of dumb because like they also you know monitor other things even though i'm cool for the demilitarization of the atf that's just like a silly position to have Um, what's the atf alcohol bureau of alcohol tobacco and firearms okay (laughs) um you know, oh. just like I say, Ray, when you use an acronym, you should say the whole thing first and then acronize it later. People acronize, know, did, you acronize not, did you not watch the Waco series? You should know what the ATF is. I don't watch things. I've been watching the Big Bang Theory for a while now. <laughs> I can tell. This is like your third time mentioning it in this pod. Bazinga, I watched it. <laughs> um, let me see. Last thing is, uh, well, 
one of the last things is she supports uh, wholesale fracking, which uh, do, do you know what fracking is, right? It's like digging oil in your backyard or some shit, right? No, it's uh, na- they basically use like fluids to extract like natural gas deposits. Uh, and the problem is that these tend to like contaminate water tables and shit, mm. as well as okay. just like literally causing earthquakes. That's what happened in Flint. No, Flint was the they switched from water sources that was like more corrosive. There's there's just straight up lead poisoned. Oh, okay. A lot of pencils in the water. <laughs> pencils in the water. Oh, she, al- <laughs> she also wants to uh, abolish income tax. That's not good, right? <laughs> no. Okay, because okay, that's, so that's how we fund things. Like, I don't like. No one likes getting taxed, but I like having things. Well, okay, so I saw um, recently, what was it, last Saturday, I think it was, um, because the Senate didn't reach, or whoever the fuck was talking, um, didn't reach a decision on the new um, economic aid package or whatever, that um, at his golf resort on Saturday, um, Trump was boasting about a couple executive actions to put in. Yes. What I saw was one of them was suspending income tax. No. For a while. No. No, what you're talking about was it was a payroll tax cut. Oh, is that not the same thing? Yeah, and it wasn't even a yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not a cut. It's also it's a it's a holiday, a tax holiday or furlough basically, deferment. Wait, uh, so payroll tax and income tax are different things? Payroll tax is like literally what we were just talking about, like when you on your check says like social security or like Medicare or Medicaid, that kind of shit. Oh. Those little taxes on your check where it's like they're like ten bucks each, you know? So does income tax not? Fall under the umbrella of payroll tax? No. Oh. Income tax, is a, um, income tax is a separate thing. Uh, but yeah, so the idea is that executive order was actually going to, um, it, it stands to where if, if, they're, if the Democrats are going to challenge it, because the whole idea is the purse strings are controlled by Congress and I think specifically the House. So it would be an, an incredible executive overreach to make a, a declaration, like a, executive order to do this because that's not something the power the president has power of mm-hmm. well okay so but isn't like from what i remember from my government class last year <laughs> isn't an executive order one of those things that they just do to get around having to get congress to do shit yes and no i mean it's something that they would like congress can still like shoot down executive orders they can still like be like nah fuck that they can isn't they can, though? No, they can just challenge it legally. And it just, I think it just goes to the courts. Okay. But also, like, this is an explicit, like, it's also, like, you know, like, the explicit versus implicit powers. Like, the money thing and, like, taxation and all that stuff, that's explicitly a, a congressional power. Uh-huh. But also, so the, the payroll the payroll uh, tax holiday, uh, from all the language everyone's, like, a lot of people have looked at it and basically said that, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, yeah, it won't come out of your check for like the next few months, but the IRS is still going to be coming for that money. Mm-hmm. So, it, well, from what I read, when he said he was going to do that, he was also boasting that if he got reelected, he might just do away with it entirely also. Which would mean that basically Social Security and Medicare would have no funding. Yeah. Which are two of the most popular, I mean, two of the most popular like government programs. Like you... You say you're even going to fucking, like, look at Social Security and old people in Florida and be like, not voting for you. <sighs> but, I mean, what I was saying earlier is how this would af- is going to affect people is imagine 
how this would likely look is this deferral, say like it ended in January, like started next year, like we're going back to the old thing and you file your taxes and you get your tax, like say your tax term was supposed to be like a thousand dollars, but they're like, Oh, but uh, we deferred $400 of those taxes. So we're going to take that out. And now your returns only going to be $600. Fuck that. Yeah. That's basically what he did. Oh, uh, okay. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I, I even if I don't understand it, I feel like anything he does, I should just be like, fuck that anyways. For the most part, I mean. And I mean, like, because I like I said, I just like read it. I didn't form an opinion on it until I planned to talk to you about it. And then yeah. my opinion. As you should. Don't form any opinions on anything until you speak with me. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I figured it would be something along those lines of like, they would just come back and be like, nah, you got to pay us now. No, yeah, it's gonna be one of those things. It'll like it would likely look like. I mean, we don't know. It's a hypothetical, but it it would be one of those things where it would fuck with like your tax return. Yeah, but okay. So, but you said that's something that Harris supports getting rid of that. Is that what you said? Getting rid of what? Uh, the payroll tax. Joe Jorgensen. Oh, Joe. Okay, sorry, I'm getting mixed up here. Yeah, Joe Jorgensen supports getting rid of that. But let's stop talking about Joe because I've got a more interesting character. Joe? Let's hear it. <laughs> no, not Joe. Not not other Joe. So from what I understand, the Libertarian Party doesn't nominate their VP. Like the 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 presidential candidate doesn't nominate. Like it's basically whoever came in second. That's an interesting way to do it. I think it's kind of a, a cool way to do it. Like I I wouldn't mind that with the with uh, the uh Democratic Party because then it would be Bernie, but you know, whatever. We're we're gonna pass it. We're, we're, we're past it. So their um their VP <laughs> nominate nominee's name is spike cohen he's an american activist entrepreneur and podcaster Ooh, <laughs> he's from baltimore maryland Ooh, cohen so just from wikipedia cohen is a podcaster on muddied waters media he purports to have named himself spike after the character from the 1986 my little pony movie oh my god are you <laughs> kidding me i am not <laughs> Well, that's just fantastic. Um, <laughs> First brony in the White House. Let's do it. Oh, let's, let's see. That's the demographic people aren't looking for. <laughs> Are bronies still a thing? I, I feel like their political power has to have been basically spent like post-2015. Bronies got to be a thing still, man. I'm not willing to look for that subreddit. Uh, but Cohen, an ally, oh, a performance idea. artist, and perennial candidate, Vermin Supreme, ran on this platform, promoting free ponies, <sighs> mandatory toothbrushing, zombie power. What kill- the fuck? <laughs> killing what? baby Hitler and killing baby Woodrow Wilson. Cohen promised that should these not be achieved within the first hundred days of his vice presidency, he will resign and be replaced by baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> What? How did he work? Okay, I mean, I understand that, like, as, um, like, you said the Libertarian Party. Yeah. Um, probably doesn't, you know, I definitely doesn't receive, like, the amount of votes. They have, like, one house in the House of Representatives, one seat in the House of Representatives. But how does this person come in second? I don't know, man. It's... A meme lord can now become a vice presidential presidential candidate. Wait, what, what, what... I've heard, I lost the uh, the name. What's the name of this person? Spike, Spike Cohen. Spike, Spike Cohen. Yeah. Oh my Christ! He like look at his picture. He looks like a brony. 
Oh my god, those bangs. Jesus Christ. You mean his mane? No, his bangs. Are you looking at pictures, boys? Is it C O H E N? C-O-H-E-N. Oh wow. Co-heads. Did you, do you see you, you see the hair, right? Yep. Oh wow. He looks like Professor Frank from The Simpsons was a real person. Oh. Poor poor child. <laughs> He looks like Anakin had some bad years. That's <laughs> why Darth Vader is so angry. Why are there so many shirtless pictures of him? <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh, he's got a campaign website. Oh, no, it's Joe's. Podcast. I mean, look up Joe Jorgensen. She looks like an alcoholic English teacher. Are you, like, facing that fun of something? Do you have no. a teacher? <laughs> she just looks like the kind of lady who just, like, curls up and just, like... Rose and Anne Rand for me. She doesn't look that bad. Oh no, but she does not look like she'd get along with a brony though. <laughs> Her eyes look like she says the Jews a lot. Oh uh, yeah. Is so, she Jewish? Yeah. No, but Spike Cohen is. Right. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh my. So um Yo, okay, but she was born in Libertyville, Illinois. Oh, God damn it. She That's was, fantastic. She was born for the gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, she ready. Let's go ahead. Let, let's move on. Uh, so, the and the last thing that's happened is probably like the most recent thing that happened kind of in the last week or so is... Um, uh, Trump and the Postmaster General basically defunding USPS, which is the United States heard. Postal Service. <laughs> Good. I think I heard a little bit about that. It's not like super bad. Like, yeah. I don't think people would get any mail at that point. He's trying to stop yeah, the I mean, Postal Service because they're trying to do like uh, the voting by mail and he wants to just stop. He doesn't want an election to happen this year. Like, what the fuck? Bingo, he should have. He straight up said it today that he, they're getting rid of sorting machines, they're defunding, and he just said it's like, well, he's like, he basically said that he's trying to stop people from voting by mail during That's a like, pandemic. Yeah, how how dumb is that? And and here's the thing, like, typically vote by mail, and even in a non-pandemic year, skews democratic, but this also has unintended consequences, like people who receive fucking medic like medication through the mail, you know, fucking. People who send like money to like relatives to the mail so they can get through this fucking time. Granted, you can Venmo now, but you know some people cash and whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then like uh, rural rural areas, like yeah, not Yeah, like I yeah. Nice thing is like there's been like I was gonna say that I, I need Amazon to survive, which it sucks to support Jeff Bezos, but that's another podcast. But aren't they? Is it That's like? Another episode. Yeah, uh, they're trying to like privatize the uh, postal service into like its own services, like FedEx, yeah. DHL. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, the Republicans have been trying to do this for decades now. Whereas, get rid of the USPS and just have like you, like you just send things via UPS or DHS or like uh, FedEx. Did I say FedEx twice? I don't know. No, nope. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. That's the idea. Is that that's what they want to do? Is they basically don't want the government to provide this very popular, very efficient service. And so part of the thing is, uh, uh, 
these services, a lot of them don't ship to rural areas like like UPS and FedEx and shit. Like if it's not worth their time or money to go to like to service rural areas, they're not going to, which means that you know these places can't get mail anymore. And then they won't be able to vote. Correct. And they're also taking out sorting machines, like I said earlier. And uh, they're getting rid of like there were ballot box, like there were like drop offs where it's like you get your mail in ballot and you just drop it off in this in this box handled by the USPS. And they've been uh, uninstalling actual like bl- old school blue mailboxes. What? The because heck? the thing is, they've basically come out and said, like, even though traditionally mail in voting is like your, your vote gets count no matter when it comes in, it's just as long as it's, you know, as long as we can, like, the USPS like validates that, like, it was sent before, like, the election or the day of the election, it still gets counted. But there's, they're trying to like basically change rules to where like no, it's if it if it doesn't get counted the day of, it doesn't count. Which is why they're trying to make the system as inefficient as possible by getting rid of like these sorting machines and shit. That's so fucking shitty. Like how like it just makes no sense how like this is just being allowed to happen that like to just go around and make the system as shitty as possible to not lose an election. It's because fucking liberals don't have a way to think outside this, these systems. Like they don't have the fucking balls to say like, fuck it. People rise up in the streets with fucking AKs and let's just start shooting like fucking fascists. Like this is literally dictatorial kind of shit. This is the kind of shit you see. Like this is the kind of shit where like we would, if this happened in another country, we would already be invading from natural resources. Mm. Yeah, no, this is fucking scary shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is like very it's Orwellian. Scary. So I mean, crumbling down around us just yeah <laughs> how long until he tries to get rid of the two-term limit i mean that's probably easier to do than you think it is because the the two-term limit thing is an amendment yeah i mean it would probably be kind of difficult but like it's not impossible like people forget fdr had four fucking terms but it was fdr and it was also in the middle of world war ii did he have four but like yeah i mean that's three. a he died during his fourth. Oh, continue. But yeah, like term limits is not that old, uh, but and I think part of it is they're trying to do this because they they see the writing on the on the wall. Like I think uh, five thirty six, which is or five thirty eight, which is the place that basically said Hillary was going to win last time around. Like it's Nate Silver saying it's a lot of stats. Uh, Obviously, after that, they have like updated a lot of shit involving how they do their stats now. Mm. But they have they have Biden currently at like a seventy percent to win. That's good. Which isn't to say to rest on your laurels. And I would the best thing I could tell listeners is like get your mail get your mail in ballot as early as you can and send it the day you get it. Like don't wait. Don't like be like oh I'm gonna send it the week before. No, like like I think we get ours in like October. I'm sending mine. I'm filling out, sending it in. I mean, I always have gone to vote. I don't know, like, how that's going to be different this year. But if it's available, I'm just going to drive home and vote. If you're still registered in Indian River County? Yes. Why don't you just register here? I don't know. To, I don't know how. <laughs> you just go to Orange County, like, vote. Like, we'll, we'll discuss this one off there. But, yeah. Like, a little over, like, an hour away. Like, plus, I get to see my parents and stuff. It's not, like, that bad a trip. <laughs> There's there's a big portion where there's not an available bathroom on that drive, and my stomach nowadays, I don't know if I can make that. Well, you don't know. I I never know when I might need to shit, and I might pass that one last Chevron <laughs> on five twenty and just be like, mm. <laughs> "There's cow pastures, man. Just fucking jump out and squat if it gets That's that bad." Collection. Bro, I'm not catching 
I'm not catching a charge for shitting in the middle of a cow pasture. I feel like at this point in your life, with how much you complain about almost shitting yourself, you should keep a bedpan in your car. I don't like. <laughs> Do you know how expensive those things are? No, I don't. But when I found out that school desk cost four hundred dollars, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe get one of those like cheap foil like things you can make a roast in. Just I carry a ziploc, man. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen knows what I'm talking about. Uh, but hotel pads. But yeah, so so just to close it on some serious shit. Like I said, you know, don't don't rest on your laurels. Don't believe the numbers. Go out, vote for Joe. It's sometimes you got to eat shit, and it seems like we have to eat shit a lot. But like, don't make sure you send in your ballot as early as you can. But also, like, don't stop pushing them just because they win. Just because they're not Trump doesn't mean that we shouldn't ask more from them. That makes sense. Do you feel like we've come Anyone to else a point where it's like uh, voting for the lesser of two evils kind of situation? Not really. I just it's it's it, it's the same thing where it's just like I I don't think liberals stand for change. I think that liberals in this country and moderates of the Democratic Party are basically just conservatives, just trying to like maintain this empire and trying to maintain the status quo versus trying to actually change anything for the positive or trying to do incremental change that the next Republican is just going to come in and fucking wipe away anyways. Yeah. I mean, from what you told to me, it sounds like Democrats basically exist to prevent the right from pulling further, not actually like helping to advance to like a better place. Basically. And it's just, it's frustrating. And it's like, ultimately I don't like, I don't like using the phrase of lesser two evils because I don't think that the Democrats are evil. I just think they're fucking incompetent. Well, like not just not like that. Democrats as a whole, but like the person representing the Democrats. I know this is like a left. I don't think. Thing, but like, I don't know. I feel like I I've think, seen a lot of dirt on Biden and I've seen a lot of dirt on like Trump. And it's just like both sides seem a little muddy. I don't know. I wouldn't both sides. I don't think Biden's anywhere near as bad as Trump. I mean, well, he's kind of spottier parts in the past with like the crime. The crime bill was kind of shitty. Like he's got shitty stuff. I think he's just an old man who's been in politics for 40 years and there's going to be some shit on him. I mean, right. shit changes. Yeah. I mean, I think the better way to word it would be like he's not like your personal ideal candidate. But, no, you know, it doesn't you don't get that. I mean, he's more progressive than Obama. Like that's the best I can say about him. And I mean, if he has a VP whispering in his ears, uh, even more progressive stuff and then giving him crayon drawings to hang on the fridge, then (laughs) maybe we can start doing some shit. All right. Do you want to hear? The only thing I hope is I just. Yeah, go ahead. So my mom texted me the other day and just said, vote for Biden and Kamala on the 13th of November. And I simply replied, I will not just to like stir the pot a little bit, just to. (laughs) and my mom's like what the fuck why not are you voting for trump i'm like jesus christ mom you chill out right now (laughs) i i i i I, I can like hear it in your mom's voice just like i remember when we go over and like like jam in your garage or like chill in your room or something and just see like all those like she had a lot of I fucking hate Rick Scott stickers around. <laughs> Too many. Like her fucking car was just covered in like anti. And I fucking hate uh, Rick Scott, but I'm like, that's a lot of Rick Scott stickers. I, yeah. I hate Rick Scott drapes and matching like quilts and stuff. <laughs> and uh, uh 
Did you? Who's the the first president? The like early two thousands. Fucking George W. Bush. Like, Bush. <laughs> Ed Wait, let's back up. Did you say Washington? He was the first president. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I remember seeing anti-Bush uh, shit around her around your place too. Yeah, it's just so funny. Which is like, and I can vibe with this. Yeah, it's just really funny just, to like get her all riled up when I don't <laughs> conform to her wishes of just being a hardcore, just Obama lover or I don't know. It's funny. I mean, did you ever tell her that? Were you a Bernie guy? I voted for Bernie, yeah. Did you tell her you were a Bernie guy? I I don't actually talk to my mom about this kind of shit because... I know she gets all like crazy because she's like a hardcore Obama, Biden, just like all that. I don't even think she knows too much about like what they stand for. It's just like her. She's she's got her party. Yeah, she's got her party, and she's like, all right, I'm, is this her Democrats? I'm gonna fucking go for them because this is familiar to me, and I can't stand to see Trump in another term or. You know, it's just like, well, what about all these other? Yeah, ideas? I feel that. I mean, I feel it too. Yeah, like, but, but it's also like we should strive towards, we should strive towards more than just being better than Trump. Exactly. It's like, well, I think, it's, I think that's the point you're trying to make. Yeah. So, Stephen, <laughs> I, I have the prop, I have a proposition for you, and this is what we're going to close the episode on. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start a new project. Uh-huh. And we're gonna have your mom. She's gonna be she's gonna be our fourth our fourth mic on the podcast, and we're gonna slowly radicalize your mom. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she's not that far off, anyways. <laughs> We're gonna have your mom just all day Spotify playlist bumping the Soviet anthem. <laughs> or what we could do, just for like uh, the fun of it, we could invite her on the podcast, and then when she jumps on, we start calling the uh, we call it the riveting right, and then we'll just see where <laughs> she takes it. <laughs> Just continue I, the grift. But the I, I think that's a good place to end it, right, guys? Yeah, that was great. Fun time. Yeah. Well, I've been Raymond with Learning Left. I'm Billy Welch. Uh, I Esteban. You are Esteban, according to Zencaster. Later, <laughs> Mac. Stay cool. Peace. Peace.